Welcome to the Time For You podcast with Erin Woodruff, episode 51. My name is Erin and my goal is to help you find time for yourself. Life gets busy and we tend to lose ourselves in the mix of marriage, motherhood, and everything else. Let's rediscover your passions and make some time for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new week. We are officially in the last week of March. I know I say this every week, but this year really is going by so much faster than I thought it was going to. And it's been a really cold, wet spring. So hopefully summer will come faster than I was anticipating. If you're anything like me, you might have the March Madness games going on at your house right now. We're in the middle of March Madness in the 2023 season, and it is so much fun. I always love it. And every year, I'm reminded of why I love it. There's so much emotion and excitement and heartbreak and devastation and joy that is involved with the March Madness tournament, and the energy is electric, and I love it. And as I started watching the games a few weeks ago, I was remembering all the reasons why I love it and all of the lessons I learn every single year when I watch the March Madness tournament. So I knew I wanted to do a podcast episode about the lessons that I learned from March Madness, and I remembered a blog post that I wrote back in 2021 that I went back and read, and I just want to read it to all of you. Even though the winner isn't extremely relevant to this year, I do not know who wins this year, and I believe Baylor's already out of the tournament But what I wrote back in 2021 is still exactly how I feel this year and every year about March Madness. So here are some lessons that I learned from the March Madness Tournament. The March Madness Tournament finished last night, and for the first time in history, the Baylor Bears won. Their program began in 1906, and over 100 years later, they won their first national championship. March Madness is the NCAA Division men and women's basketball tournament that happens each year. It is a single elimination tournament of 68 teams that compete in seven rounds for the national championship. All of the games happen in less than a month, hence the term madness used in the title. Each year, I look forward to March Madness. It is full of excitement, frustration, upsets, Cinderella stories, raw talent, triumph, passion, victory, heartbreak, and so much more. Even though I have watched this tournament for years, this tournament taught me something new, and I realized something I have never noticed before. Out of 68 teams, only one team wins. That may seem like a well-duh statement, but when you actually think about it, why would the other 67 teams even want to compete knowing perfectly well that they only have a 1.47% chance of winning? 
the reason why they all compete is because they want a shot at that national championship. The hope and belief that maybe they could win are enough to motivate them to play the game. Anyone who plays in the tournament knows they might lose, but they also know that they might win, even if it's only one of the games. They know the more games they win, the higher their chances are of winning the entire tournament. But the chances of losing out of the tournament is always a possibility. There is no guarantee that they will win at all. But they are willing to risk the chance of losing for the possibility of a win. Each year in the tournament, a Cinderella story happens, meaning that an unlikely or unfavored team wins games and beats out the higher ranked or more favorable teams. And every year, fans seem to be surprised by this. But we should expect it. It happens every year. We should expect that a team that is less favored will show up and play harder than another team simply because they believe in themselves and they believe that they can win the tournament. They show up putting their heads and talent on the line in prospects of advancing in the tournament. And what happens when eventually the 67 teams lose? Usually, the players are heartbroken. The closer they get to the final game to compete for the national championship, the more heartbroken they become when they lose. When I watch these games, with both teams playing remarkably well and giving everything they have, I never want to watch either team lose because in my mind they both deserve to win, especially when a game is won by three, two, or even at times one point. These young men play with dedication, passion, and energy. They leave it all out on the court and do their very best to show up as a phenomenal team. But inevitably, as in all sports, there has to be a loser in each game. One team goes home and one team advances. The winning team celebrates with joy, excitement, and cheering. They jump up and down on each other and their coaches. They run to the stands and point to their family and friends who are cheering right back. The losing team, on the other hand, pulls their jersey out of their shorts, buries their faces in their hands or in the shoulder of a teammate or coach, and cry with pure and raw emotion. They feel the loss of the game deep in their hearts, knowing that this is the end of their journey for them, especially if they're a senior. So I'll ask again, why do they do it? Why would they put themselves in a situation knowing fully well that they might lose? Because the thought of winning is greater than the fear of losing. Each player and coach that enters the tournament knows that no matter what happens, the journey is much more worthwhile than not competing at all. They all know that playing in the tournament will give them more learning and growth opportunities than if they had sat on the sidelines and watched everyone else compete. So for you, what are you keeping yourself from? 
Are you playing in the tournament with the possibility of a win? Or are you avoiding it because you fear the failure that might come? But by keeping yourself from even playing the game, you have already failed. Be willing to risk the chance of failure. Because what you might gain on the other side is worth the risk. The possibility of achieving a goal, getting the promotion, or creating the life that you really want. As I mentioned at the beginning, the Baylor Bears won their first national championship last night. Their program has been around for 115 years, and they have competed in the March Madness tournament 13 times. What if along the way someone said, this isn't worth it, let's just cancel our program, what's the point, we've never won before. But because the men's basketball program has continued for the last 115 years at Baylor University, the team that won last night finally had the opportunity to win their first national championship. So my question to you is, what are you going to achieve because you are going to play in the game? Don't pull yourself out of the game. Allow yourself to dream, create, and achieve because the reward in the end will be worth it. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to hear what your favorite lessons from March Madness are. Come share them with me on Instagram at Aaron Woodruff Coaching and have a great week. Did you know your personality will affect how you make time for yourself? I've created a free quiz for you to take to see where you fall on the introvert-extrovert spectrum. Go to erinwoodruffcoaching.com and take the quiz today.